0: Hey, I'm Hunter March. Welcome back to The Perfect Pitch, a podcast from Spotify all about the creative potential of audio and the art of the pitch.
1: It's a perfect pitch and it sounds so good. It's a perfect pitch
2: just like you know it good.
0: Today, the finale. The Staffelfinale or however they wanted me to say that, but it's the final curtain call on this season of The Perfect Pitch. One team will leave today victorious, and the other will log off of this Zoom call sadly and go about the rest of their day. Today, we're welcoming the brand that's revolutionized how we get our groceries, Instacart. But Instacart does a whole lot more than saving us trips to the grocery store. They deliver products from places like Target, Lowe's, Office Depot, and even those Spirit Halloween stores that magically appear in vacant strip malls one month out of the year. Is no one else freaked out about this? But that's not all. Instacart is also integrating AI into their platform in a way that can make your shopping even easier, and that feature is what our contestants will be focusing on today. But first, joining us to talk about it is Instacart's chief marketing officer, Laura Jones. Laura, welcome
2: to The Perfect Pitch. Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course. uh, I wanted to know a little bit about yourself, but I feel like just hearing the foghorn in the background is enough for me to know that you live by the water and the windows are thin.
2: Yes, I live in San Francisco where Instacart was founded and live pretty close to the bay and the Golden Gate Bridge. So we have kind of a constant harmony of... uh, of foghorns in the background
0: I feel like I'm swimming in the San Francisco Bay right now which who knows if that's a good idea this time of year it
2: is it is I actually am a San Francisco Bay swimmer and I can attest are you refreshing qualities of, of 50 degree water
0: well I believe you and I'm excited to hear more about your time at Instacart specifically this time at Instacart because you've just gone public why don't you tell us a little bit about what that change means for the company
2: Yeah, it was a really exciting moment and a huge milestone for us. It's really day one for being a public company. Uh, We have an incredibly ambitious vision and really excited to be able to continue building a beloved brand and continue to deliver outsized value to our consumers, as well as our shoppers, our advertisers and our retail partners.
0: Yeah, you say that it's day one. So I'm curious, has going public changed your marketing priorities?
2: No, I think we have always taken a really rigorous approach to marketing. We've always focused on efficiency as a core tenant and really thinking about the value of advertising across the entire funnel. So for us, it's really just given us a a new shot of energy into this next chapter to take the strategies that we've been refining over the past few years and double down on them. So we're really thinking about this from a customer-first standpoint. How can we help the customer get to know the brand, understand the value we provide, and then pay it off in a really consistent fashion over time?
0: Well, I think part of doing that is Instacart's specific brand voice, how did you guys define that brand voice because it is it does feel fun but it's also just a very utilitarian tool.
2: Well, thank you. I love to hear that. Instacart has always provided this clear value around convenience and efficiency, but in order to have a sustained long-term role in people's lives and really drive that loyalty um, and preference, we need to be more than just a utility because the utility is interchangeable. And what we really want is a deeper relationship with the customer. And so we're really thinking about how can we make this a more inspirational, emotional relationship, not just one that's transactional. And what that came back to for us is thinking about who is our customer and what are they seeking out of this interaction? And so our customer is the, we like to call the household conductor or the COO of the household. Folks like yourself or myself, I'm you know, a working mom of two. And for me, the value I get out of Instacart is getting that time to invest in my family, to invest in myself. And, and so there is that transactional value, but can it be more than that? Can it be something that I actually look forward to opening the app? I look forward to getting those emails. And, and so we really sought to infuse a sense of joy or playfulness that really feels like, One head of household speaking to another and feels like a friendly kind of welcoming presence that makes you smile and takes a task that can sometimes feel like drudgery and elevates it and makes it something that you look forward to, that you might get inspiration from, that you might get a chuckle out of.
0: A hot topic this year is the potential of AI. And related, Instacart recently announced a new AI-powered feature called Ask Instacart. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, I love this feature. There's a huge mental burden that comes with knowing, you know, what your kids will or won't eat this week, what the school allows you to pack for lunch, and planning for entertaining and having people over and now one of them is vegan or gluten free. And What I love about Ask Instacart is that it's a feature that seeks to reduce that mental load and says, hey, instead of having to build your shopping list item by item and think about, well, what am I serving for dinner? What are the ingredients? What substitutions are possible? And going through that multi-step journey, instead saying something like dinner party for six, two are vegan, and really asking Instacart to help solve that problem with that data. So, it's, it's really kind of enlisting our technology to make your life a little bit easier.
0: What do you think the biggest challenge is going to be when you explain Ask Instacart to consumers who may not have had that interaction with AI yet?
2: I think that we've all been trained over the past 20 years of internet usage to think in terms of search queries. And, you know, this isn't a problem that will be unique to Instacart. It will be, I think, a challenge for the entire industry to train people to speak to technology just the way that you would speak to a human or somebody in a store that you might encounter. So we are going to have to get over those behavioral barriers.
0: You really are good at answering all of these questions. I'm starting to think that you might be AI because you nailed it. (laughs) All right. Well, this show is all about audio. And I'm curious, how does Instacart think about audio advertising as a part of its media strategy? Where does it fit into your campaigns?
2: Audio for us is a medium that I would say is new-ish. We've been working in the medium for about a year and a half at this point. We're now at a place where it's a part of our evergreen mix. And our goal is really to align creative messages with specific target audiences that will resonate with the value prop and giving them reasons to try the service. So we're really excited at the progress we've made, the evolution of really understanding what role this channel can play in our mix and continuing to test and learn into this space.
0: And today, we're going to continue that. Today, we're going to try to craft the perfect audio ad for Instacart to promote the new Ask Instacart feature. In your mind, what does that perfect ad sound like?
2: I'm looking for a really attention-grabbing spot since we know that people are often listening in hectic environments or while doing something else. We've got to grab people's attention. Next, we have to tell a story in a really efficient manner and resonate with the audience by presenting a problem and solution that everyone can relate to, especially our core audience, which we like to think of as the COO of the household. So really making sure that that problem solution is one that people can relate to. And of course, you've got to land the brand. People have to know that this is an ad for Instacart. They have to remember Instacart. You have to walk away with that strong brand impression. And then finally, like all good ads, got to end on a clear CTA. What do you want the user to do? And really making sure you bring it home and drive that first order with Instacart.
0: A very clear direction. We're going to have to see if our teams can execute on that. As you know, we've lined up two teams of audio professionals who are going to create some pitches for you. Are you ready to meet them?
2: I am.
0: Well, let's get started with our first team, Tom Sullivan and Tiger Darrow. This is the fifth and final episode of the season, and you're coming off yet another big win in the last episode. So what's your plan to finish strong?
1: Now that we've tasted victory, I, there's nothing that compares, so we must go for the gold.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's an ambition that Laura can appreciate, um, <laughs> and we can't wait to see what you come up with. Next up, we have Gowan Hedalane and Brad Naiman. How are you both feeling about the
3: final challenge? Brad, you got it.
4: <laughs> well, I just... I was wondering if uh, Instacart could uh, deliver us a win today, (laughs) because we're a little short in that department. But
0: uh. (laughs) Laura, we'll see if that's something that you can do. And if you're going to do that, maybe uh, free subscriptions for everyone for life. But anyway, (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing what you all put together, which brings us to our challenge. Laura, why don't you tell our teams what their specific challenge is today?
2: We would like you to create a 30-second ad that shows how Instacart helps you create the perfect special occasion family meal using Instacart's new ChatGPT integration Ask Instacart. In your ad, include a call to action that encourages listeners to get all the ingredients they need via Instacart
0: Okay, thanks Laura. Contestants do you feel ready to get started? Let's do it. Yes,
1: very much so Let's do it,
0: yeah. Okay, great Well then, let the games begin Let's check in with Tom and Tiger and see what they're thinking
1: I was thinking if we did like a child's fifth birthday and there's like this overwhelmed parent and you can hear like a kid screaming in the background and maybe like a toy that's like doing the ABCs and stuff. And it's like, Hey, Instacart overwhelmed parent here. I have a five-year-old's birthday this weekend and I need to know three dishes that I can prepare. Oh, and Kyle has a nut allergy and, and Sarah's gluten-free and Lucas is lactose intolerant. What, (laughs) what should I do?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's, I love that. Well, that was easy.
1: Tom's
5: going to start building up the sound design for the episode. Over to you, Tom. I'm going to start searching for some really serene baby screams and some beautiful squeaky toy noises, maybe a dog barking. I also have this idea of like this tea kettle hissing in the background as the stress and chaos picks up, sort of pan it around to really drive home this woman's duress. But I think it's also cool because I would use it in lieu of like a a standard riser. I think I'm going to try to get this as structured as I possibly can, send it over to Tiger, see what she thinks, and then we'll take it from there. Wish me luck and talk to you guys soon.
1: So I checked out what um, Tom did and it sounds cool. It sounds exactly how we described it. I'm gonna take the rubber squeak toy that he put in there and add it to my beat. I probably ought to take the baby crying and turn that into music as well. Let me see if I can find it. Do, do, do. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be funny. Uh, One out. that's adorable so this is off to a decent start and then with voiceover we got a read back from our voiceover artist and it's not 100 the pacing that tom and i talked about and we can't really do much more without a voiceover read to kind of time things out um So I think in the interest of time, we've sent her notes. If she gets them back to us quickly, then we will put her voiceover in. But on the off chance that she doesn't, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just do a read myself. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, then, well, frankly, we're screwed.
0: Oof, it's not sounding great over there, but I'm sure Tiger will make some audio magic and figure it out. Brad and Gowan are going a different route with their spot. They're going to show how Instacart can help the COOs of the household pull off some
3: awesome Halloween costumes for their kids. So right now, there's two ways that this can lean. It can either go the, you know, thriller kind of musical direction, where it's a call to something that we all recognize as Halloween, but much more grounded in a musical foundation. Or we take it a little bit more of the like gently scored route, where it has all of those recognizable sounds of that Halloween sonic palette, if that's like a theremin, the evil laugh, or, you know, different sort of spooky sounds that are very iconic, but function more as an ambience rather than as a full on track that will sort of be repetitive throughout the entire thing. I think this time around, me maybe giving a little bit more space for that dialogue to shine and using musical um, motifs to complement what is being said may be more effective in telling the story rather than having music going throughout this time around. All of that means that
0: Brad will have to design something that's spooky and thematic, but not overwhelming. Let's see how he does. For sound design, I was inspired by the Instacart mnemonic. You've heard that word a lot in this show, but what does it actually mean? Uh, Mnemonic is a fancy marketing word for the sound we know a brand by. It's like a logo, but for audio. Instacart's sounds like this.
4: This way we have Instacart's branding throughout the spot. So I sampled the very beginning of that sound. I pitched it up and added a little bit of an echo to it to create a cell phone alert tone for when the mother is interacting with the Instacart app. I took that same sound and added a lot of delay and reverb to create this sort of ominous, spooky atmosphere, and I put that at the beginning of the spot.
0: But sound design is only one part of the challenge. Brad and Gowan also need to write their copy, hire three voice actors, receive the audio from those voice actors, plug it into their mix,
4: and finalize their ad. All in less than 72 hours. Since the Instacart feature that we are writing for is about AI, I thought it would be very helpful to show how AI is helpful in the brainstorming process in our field. So I'm actually using a voice designer to get ideas going and kind of design and think of ways to pace our spot. I'm going ahead and pasting our script into this voice designer. We've got three different characters we need to design. So first I'm going to design the narrator. So I want to go something very neutral. I don't want anything too scary or sad or shouting or terrifying. Um, We're just going to go with a neutral tone. And the voice I'm going with, this AI character, his name is Tony, it's working right now. It's got a little bit of a gravel to it. It's kind of got some texture. It's not exactly right, but I think it'll help inspire some new ideas and help us decide in casting down the road. So I'm going to go ahead and slow down the speed a little bit and pitch it down just a touch. And here's what it's sounding like at the click of a button.
2: A family fun Halloween in minutes. Just ask Instacart.
4: Sounds very fake, but for the time being, it'll work as a temp voiceover until we get our casting and auditions out there and we receive a final read. Let's see what they were able to do.
0: Contestants, you have all had some time to work on your pitches for Instacart, and no pressure, but today we will also be crowning the season one winner of The Perfect Pitch. So... That being said, Tiger and Tom, the mic is yours. Go ahead.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Laura. In terms of the ad, we wanted to really focus on the value that that brings to other people who might get decision fatigue. So we've put ourselves in the shoes of a family hosting a last-minute birthday party where a bunch of people have all these dietary restrictions, allergies, some people just don't like something, that kind of thing. And we wanted to highlight how Instacart could help ease the load of that.
5: So we wanted to build this scene up with a mother frantically trying to plan like a birthday dinner around numerous guests with dietary restrictions, different preferences, all varied ages. We wanted to include a lot of stress inducing sounds like a baby crying, toys rattling, a tea kettle whistling to just try to invoke that chaotic emotion and then hard cut to this moment when the when the mother engages with Instacart and feels this big moment of relief. Uh, so upon that, uh, we wanted to tap into that gleeful energy found to be sort of like a recurring theme we found with previous Instacart ads. We have titled it, Ask Instacart and You Shall Receive, and uh, we hope you like it.
1: You're an overwhelmed parent of three tasked with creating a menu for Aunt Cindy's birthday party tomorrow. But Uncle Kyle has a nut allergy, cousin Sarah's gluten-free, her boyfriend is lactose intolerant, and your mom can't stand spinach. Try asking Instacart. Integrated with ChatGPT, Instacart is now a one-stop shop for meal planning and grocery delivery. Get a solution and not just a list delivered to your door in a matter of hours, just in case Aunt Cindy arrives early. Free up some mental bandwidth.
2: Ask Instacart.
0: Laura, let's talk about Tiger and Tom's pitch. What stands out to you about this spot?
2: Well, first of all, awesome job. I can really tell you've listened to our other spots and really understand both the brand and the product and use case. I think you guys really understood um, the product and the brand. I think that when you got into how to actually use this Ask Instacart feature, it was really educational. It showed the different reasons you might want to use Instacart. And I think that the sonic texture you added really supported the tension solution framework. And it was, you know, you had all those stress-inducing sounds, as you said, in the beginning, which as a mom really, really were uh, triggering. But then <laughs> you, you know, got us to a happy resolution with Instacart as that kind of culmination, switching from stress to that sense of calm and, uh, and feeling really kind of in control of the situation with that upbeat music coming in. And I also really appreciated that you mentioned Instacart twice. So two brand mentions, which, you know, gotta gotta make sure we know what the ad is for. Then my piece of constructive feedback would be that it was missing kind of the CTA and the offer. Not the most fun part of an audio ad, but valuable in terms of helping give someone a reason to try, I would just say like leaning into and making space for that offer to really kind of to really seal the deal and, and, and stick the landing um, would be the one piece of constructive feedback. Awesome. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, that was Tiger and Tom's pitch. Thank you both.
4: Gowan, Brad, you're up next. Hey, Laura, this is Brad. We're excited to be here. Thank you so much for the fun brief and listening to our pitch Initially, I thought Instacart was a food delivery service, but when we read the brief and heard about the new feature, we learned that Instacart is not just food, it's more than that. And so we started to brainstorm other ideas creatively on how to use that service or showcase that service. And with the possibility of this episode releasing around Halloween and having a love for spooky season, as many do, we love this idea of a halloween theme spot. Our idea was to highlight how Instacart can help a kid or family with their Halloween costume, no matter how absurd the task is.
3: So with that being said, we got really excited about Halloween and the inspiration, and that really influenced the music and the sound design together, in addition to our casting uh, for the VO. So our inspiration uh, for the narrator was actually Vincent Price, who did uh, a lot of the VO for Thriller and a bunch of old horror movies back in the day. And so once we had sort of centered around that idea, we wanted the music to reflect that spooky feeling. So we centered it around the music and we used a theremin. It has this sort of spooky vibrato to it um, that goes really fast and it's just very synonymous with Halloween. So we made sure to include that um, and give it sort of that ghostly feeling. Um, and then, so in the spirit of the challenge, we ended up using an AI voice as well for one of our characters. We had a professional voice actor um, that was doing the adult line, but also did the kid line. But Brad realized he was like, actually, I have this AI thing, and it can do the the character of the voice of the child much better than the adult. So we ended up going with that. So it's a way to show that AI has capabilities both with Instacart and beyond. So with all that being said, without further ado, I would love to show you our spot titled gumball machine superhero
2: so
1: kiddo what's it gonna be for halloween this year it's tomorrow um i want to be an
0: astronaut president princess okay let's see what we can find
4: a family fun halloween in minutes just ask instacart
0: and mom you have to be a gumball
4: machine superhero sure right good call on the treats Go ahead, save the day. Free delivery on your first three orders.
0: How did you feel about their Halloween-themed ad?
2: The first thing that stood out to me was the seasonality. So I think you guys really nailed that Halloween vibe, so to speak, and that relevance of the, the spooky season. As a mother of two kids that are constantly changing their minds about what they want to be for Halloween, it definitely met the brief of resonating. So I think that was great. I also really appreciate that you um, explored a non-food use case. I think that's something we're always thinking about in our marketing is how much do we want to lean into our core value prop, which is full basket grocery shop versus educate folks on all the different retailers from Spirit Halloween at this time of year to Lowe's to Sephora. There's really a lot on the platform and not everyone is aware of that. So I think that was a really different angle. I thought the You know, sound effects, the music, and the VO really work together to create a really intriguing environment. just from an entertainment standpoint, really strong. And then at the end, I thought you did a good job of incorporating the clear CTA, the call out of free delivery, and the sonic mark. The constructive feedback I have to offer is that I think there was an opportunity to explain a bit more about how you actually use the feature ask Instacart. I think you teed up the problem, but the solution didn't come through as clearly in terms of, hey, you can ask Instacart and and really showing that the app is doing that work for you and providing that solution. So I think in this one, the problem was super intriguing, but I'm not sure the solution was as clear in that moment. So those were my pieces of constructive feedback.
3: Thank you so much. I think that all makes sense. How about you, Brad? Very clear. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for your insights, Laura. Now you've heard both teams' pitches, and as easy as the notes were, you have a very hard decision in front of you right now.
2: They're both really viable, and I think the Halloween-focused one is spot-on for seasonal, and the dinner party is really, would fit perfectly into our evergreen mix. You know, I'd love to take, you know, the clarity of the problem solution framework from T squared and pair it with the spooky vibes of RAR and call it a win for everyone. We don't do that here.
0: I just asked Instacart and they said no. So uh, you have to make a, a decision. Which of our teams, Laura, had the perfect pitch?
2: If I had to air one without notes, I think that the T Square did a better job of uh, of really selling the product, really explaining why you would use Instagram, why this is the solution to the problem, but. My heart breaks because the level of entertainment and engagement on the RAR one was really unparalleled. But again, if I had to use them as is, I would go for the clarity of the role of product and the two brand mentions, because in the end, the goal of the ad is really to help the user understand why they would use Instacart, what Instacart does differently from any other retail option that this user has.
0: Amazing. Well, congratulations, Tiger and Tom. Brad and Gowan, although you did not win today's challenge, nothing made me more excited for Halloween than hearing those two very unique costumes. How are you guys feeling right now?
3: Um, I'm feeling good. Oftentimes as a composer and as a, a sound designers, we don't get the chance to get feedback from CMOs of companies. So it's really nice to sort of get a little bit of feedback on what we've done. So I appreciate you being here. I enjoyed what I did and I thought it was uh, entertaining. So hearing that uh, makes me feel like I have a win of my own. Yeah, it was fun. Fun to make.
0: I've been so impressed by the creativity we've seen from both teams the entire season. For everyone listening out there, the pitches you've heard throughout this series were all made in under 72 hours, which is incredible. And in every challenge, thanks to my insightful mentorship, the teams created Audio Gold. I did nothing. I just want to go ahead and say I I was a burden on the show, if anything. And today they delivered some AI powered pitches for Instacart that were incredible. But both teams have put Big wins on the board, and there can only be one champion. It's time to crown a season winner. You guys are audio engineers. Can I get a drum roll or something? And the grand (laughs) champions of the first season of The Perfect Pitch are... Tiger and Tom! Congratulations! Thank you so much. You won four challenges
1: this season. What's the secret sauce? I don't know about you, Tom, but I feel like the secret sauce is... um, adaptability and and also reading between the lines of a brief. Uh, I feel like there's only so much information that uh, a, a company can leave or a brand can leave in a, a written brief. And so you kind of have to be able to deduce a lot of things from it. And I think that one thing that we've done really well in this uh, season of The Perfect Pitch is we've been able to read between the lines and um and then kind of like change on the fly after we talk about it for a, a second i i think i think that's a thing we did really well
5: to add on to that a list of ingredients for the secret sauce it's cliche but you know we just believed in our abilities and what we did well throughout the competition and we believed in each other which was a big takeaway from this whole experience i think coming into the show I had no idea where I stood and how to gauge, like, where my skill set was. So I remember when they were interviewing us to be on the show, and I remember kind of, I don't want to say lying, but he asked me, like, are you competitive and are you, like... Like, what's your your style? And like to be honest, I had no idea how to answer the question. So the first few weeks and challenges, I feel like it was just a little rough for me on a confidence level. And I don't feel that way anymore. So if there's anything for me personally, selfishly, that I got from this, um, it's that it's totally cool to believe in yourself and believe in what you bring to the table and to um, value your skill set.
1: Oh, that's touching. <laughs> I would echo that. For myself, actually, I think I think I also struggle with second guessing myself and, and with my own confidence. And I mean, I hate to say it, but like being a female composer in a super male driven community, I think it's kind of huge to be able to be like, amazing, we won four out of five challenges. And like selfishly, I'm like, hell yeah, girls can do this. <laughs> Um, so I, I think that that was a huge confidence boost for me in a lot of ways and, and in ways that I've seen carry through to my work outside of the perfect pitch. I, I think I, I was able to believe in myself because I've made it this far. I wouldn't be able to do what I do if I didn't believe in myself a little bit, but I think having some outside validation really went a very long way for me.
0: Well, congrats again. Thank you so much to both teams for participating in these challenges. It's been a blast. And I have to thank our amazing guests today. Laura Jones, brilliant chief marketing officer for Instacart. Laura, before you go, what's the best way for our listeners to get started with Instacart?
2: Well, download the app on the App Store. Go to Instacart.com first three deliveries free I think I nailed that one and really uh, excited to uh, have all of you guys try out our new Ask Instacart feature to really reduce the mental load of getting groceries or whatever else it is that you need for your family everyone
0: congratulations this has been a lot of fun and thank you for listening to the perfect pitch I'm Hunter March signing off for now see ya you've
1: got Try
0: Thanks for listening to The Perfect Pitch, a Spotify original produced by Offly Nice and hosted by me, Hunter March. The Perfect Pitch is executive produced by Jesse Burton and Katie Hodges for Offly Nice, and Jessica Levinson and Frank Lobello for Spotify. The episode was produced by Amber Von Shasson with production support from Bang Audio Post. Creative consultation by Jamie Almela. Sound design and mixing by Nick Cipriano. Theme written by Brian Jones. Score by Timo Elliston and Brian Jones. And a special thanks to our contestants, Tiger Darrow, Gowan, Head Elaine, Brad Naaman, and Tom Sullivan. I'd like to thank our guest today, Laura Jones, head of marketing at Instacart. Thank you for your time today, Laura. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review the perfect pitch on Spotify. Thanks for listening.